everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit, 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 Together. Shit. <laughs> that was that was that was great actually i really loved it right that was fun <laughs> and kevin's like i don't know what the yeah. hell y'all are doing what i get myself into <laughs> yeah uh well folks in the studio i am rohit rohila are you rohit rohila outside of the studio as well uh it, you know it depends on how i'm feeling that day yeah, yeah. <laughs> good uh kevin barkless i Always. Always Kevin Barquez. <laughs> and also, uh, usually, Kyle Reed as well. Welcome, everyone, to another week of the GYSD podcast. Yeah. You know what I was thinking is sometimes I think that, you know, we talk a lot about not seeing our own magic. And I think that's oh. also true when it comes to this entity known as GYST. Because if you think about it, for free, for, for what, three and a half years now? We've been putting out at least a half hour's worth of solid personal development every week for free. Like, and we talk about some serious stuff, so tell all your friends and neighbors. I like it. I, you know, it's funny you, you mentioned that, that quote today. Not, not, well, not necessarily a quote, but just that statement. Not seeing your own magic. Um, and I had a conversation with my sister this morning because she had an interview today. Oh. And I asked her the dreaded interview question of what are your three greatest strengths and what are your three greatest weaknesses, right? I mean, that's so common when it comes to so many interviews. And she had a really hard time answering it as well. But it, it's just funny how relevant that is every single day. Yeah. Yeah. It's stuff. It's easy for us to name off the things that were our weaknesses. Yeah. Because we're all our own worst critic, right? Yeah. Things that we want to improve at, which are good to point out. But let's not forget, what are you good at? Yeah. Celebrate that. And that's a terrific segue into today's topic. I don't know if you did that on purpose or not, but I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> of course it was. Uh, Came from me. What do you mean? So I'm actually going to swing this over to, to my man, K-Bar. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I've never heard this man called K-Bar. Really? I will never call him anything else. Oh, man. K-Bar. It, yeah, it's been K-Bar back when I was at a company we worked out together. Really? Um, back at college, yeah. even. Junior high basketball. Holy cow. Uh, also sun-kissed. Sun-kissed or K-Bar. Sun-kissed? Yeah. He looks like he's sun-kissed right now. Look at the man. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about. Ladies, Kevin at GYSTpodcast.com. Just call me son. <laughs> <laughs> So, Sorry. So, Ken, how about you introduce this? Because this was a topic that you wanted to discuss. Yes, absolutely. So, something that people don't do enough of is kind of where this came from. And it's important of celebrating milestones and or achievements. And, uh, you know, I think that we kind of get into this funk of, you know, day in, day out, you know, daily grind, whether it's work, whether it's life, family, you know, whatever combination of those things exist. And we have goals for all those things, right? We have, uh, we have things designed to kind of help us step forward in life. And I think that we could do a, a lot better job at 
celebrating those milestones and achievements because I don't see a lot of people doing that. You know, every once in a while, I'll see someone on Facebook, they'll post something that's interesting. But when was the last time that you guys have actually seen someone celebrate a milestone or achievement? It, it's not very common that I'm seeing. Yeah. And it's it's interesting to say that. So so just some personal development behind all this. There's lots of there's lots of important reasons why you want to do this. But what Kevin just brought up is when was the last time you saw people do this? And thing is, it kind of goes back to even what we were talking about a little bit earlier. We fail to see our own magic. And so because of that, when it comes to achievements, we feel like, is it worthy of celebration? Am I worthy of celebration? Or even a little bit deeper than that, how do I celebrate? You know, a lot of times like people don't realize that with smaller milestones, it can be as simple as taking a break. You know, if, if you've been working hard for a couple hours, take a break, treat yourself, go outside, go for a walk. But if it's a major milestone, a major achievement, how do you recognize what to celebrate, how to celebrate? And there's lots of reasons why you want to celebrate. First off, it builds momentum. You know, it, it keeps you going. So many times when we take a look at our to-do list, it can seem so overwhelming because to really be proactive in life, we need to do as much as we can to make sure our to-do list is always full. And if, and it's constantly changing. If it's not changing, that means we're procrastinating, but it builds momentum you get a certain feeling of accomplishment, which just feels really good deep down inside. And the other thing that's really important is who you become in the process. It, it goes back to, you know, the destination's not as important as the journey. My, one of my mentors, Jim Rohn, always says, the real purpose of becoming a millionaire is not the financial aspect of it. It's not to have a million dollars but it's really who do you become in the process? And by celebrating these milestones and the overall achievement, what you're doing is you're celebrating your own growth. But more than that, I think you're kind of taking a mental time out to recognize that growth, which I think is where the real value comes in. That's huge. I wrote a couple things down while you were talking as well. Um, you mentioned <clears throat> the destination is not as important as the as the journey, and I think before people can even get there and decide what they should and should not celebrate, they have to have milestones. True. So I think one of the first problems is people don't have enough goals or milestones in their life. The second thing is when you celebrate something that you've achieved, would you say... Uh, if you were to celebrate it and let people know you're celebrating something that you achieved, would you say that that could be considered bragging Ooh. or boasting? Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> One of the greatest boxers of all time, whether you like it or not. Most people don't like him. Why? He's good and he knows it. He celebrates every single one of his accomplishments and he tells you about it. He boasts and he brags. Right? we are told we're supposed to be humble. And the opposite of being humble is being conceited or pretentious, which is considered negative, right? Another thing, boasting and bragging, considered negative. 
but the opposite of that is to deprecate or belittle, also considered mm. negative. If I'm not allowed to boast or brag about my accomplishments, why would I want to belittle myself or deprecate myself? But that's what's happening. People belittle their accomplishments. They think it's not good enough. I shouldn't celebrate this because it's not something really to celebrate. Or they get in their heads and think that people are going to believe that they're boasting or bragging. And they associate that with negativity as well. <clears throat> Along the same lines is a quote that I really like from um, renowned Canadian poet Aubrey Graham. <laughs> Drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments. A very boastful brag, a braggadocious lyric. But he's pretty much telling you it's okay to celebrate your accomplishments. It's okay to celebrate your achievements, your milestones, your goals, whatever you want to call it. Why not? I'm not saying you should drink to every single accomplishment, but if that's what you do, then do it. Mm-hmm. I think psychologically that's part of the problem with the reason why people don't celebrate achievements or milestones is one, they don't have enough. They don't make enough goals or or achievements, whatever you want to call it. And two, we're convinced that it's bad. Oh. That it's negative to do. Because everything about celebrating um, a, a self-accomplishment or achievement is considered negative. I mean, maybe it's just the way you go about it. Yeah, I was going to say, it definitely it definitely is how you go about it. Because you're going back to your example of Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, awesome, awesome boxer. He's accomplished a ton. And I think that people get on him about how he celebrates is how he celebrates. Not that he does. It's He's so arrogant compared to even other others in that industry. And it kind of goes hand in hand. I mean, you're kicking someone's butt up and down the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little uh, little different swagger to someone that's able and capable of doing that, I think, where if he'd tone it down a little bit and have a little less fanfare surrounding it, it might so be perceived him, differently. If you ought to be humble. Right. And I don't... I, exactly. I, I, think, I, think it, <laughs> I, I think there's a balance, though, between... This type of celebration and what it is that they're celebrating. Because it's hard to say, no, you shouldn't do that. Because, I mean, he has kicked someone's butt. So you're... <laughs> you're No, I, I agree, right? And yeah. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with the way Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather celebrates. But I, I use mm-hmm. him because he's a polarizing example and I like that. Right. What you're saying to me sounds a lot like you would like his celebrations to conform with your idea of celebration. I'm saying that I think that... People would get on him less. I I, th- I think that for the arena that he's I don't celebrating dis- his accomplishment. I don't disagree with that statement, but I think that if you look at the idea behind that is the fact that people disagree with what he's doing, so it's negative. Because he doesn't conform to their idea of celebration, right? Mm-hmm. Why should he have to? What is he doing that's disrespectful? If you look and watch any of those fights, afterwards he does show respect to the people that he just beat. You know, he does a lot of disrespectful, braggadocious, obnoxious things leading up to a fight. Sells tickets. True. And he knows it and he says it. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, um, 
good, bad, or indifferent, it gets the job done. And he is respectful to the person that he fought in almost every case that I've seen post-fight. Does he owe people apologies for the way he acts? Should he conform to how people think that he should celebrate? But I think, you know, it's, it's just another deeper dive in how society looks at celebrating accomplishments. If we want to truly promote celebration of accomplishments and milestones, should we worry about how it's done? It's not your milestone, it's somebody else's. I think there's a difference between celebrating and arrogance, though, as well. It's kind of a fine line because sometimes mm-hmm. that, that can cross over from celebrating to just being an arrogant jackass. An arrogant. Well, that just that's just a character trait of him. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and, and I'm not even referring just to him at this point. I'm just that goes for anyone. Yeah. It, it, you know, it really depends on how, where, when it is done and how it's perceived based mm-hmm. off of the the people that are reviewing it. If yeah. you know. I don't think that there's any right or wrong way necessarily personally to celebrate an accomplishment. I mean, the bigger the accomplishment, the bigger the celebration. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I mean, everyone's going to kind of do their own thing to to feel good about what they've done and to be able to accomplish. If everyone was excited about his wins as he was, do you think it would be considered arrogance? Oh, absolutely not. Then why are we not excited for everyone else's accomplishments? And I don't want this to sound like this is me as an argument for the way Floyd Mather celebrates. I don't care. I'm just using it as an example, right? Because I think that that's what maybe I'm looking at is the idea that we want people to celebrate in a humble way, in a way that doesn't make me feel less. Because Floyd Mayweather's so good at boxing, when he celebrates and he's braggadocious and loud and boisterous about it, I'm belittling myself now, right? When When I talk about these... Uh, the words we use, boasting and bragging, deprecating and belittling, I'm doing that to myself. It makes me feel bad now because of the, what he's doing. It doesn't affect me at all. Why am I concerning myself with it? Why can't it be just as happy for him as he is for himself? Probably no vested interest I, would be the simplest answer. Is, mm-hmm. You know, unless you have some money on the table, some skin in the game. Then why do I allow it to make myself unhappy? So that's, it, that's what it's that's a choice, what I'm saying, I guess. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree that it's a choice, but I think that that choice is rooted in a lot of social norms or expectations that you you should be humble in um, <clears throat> in your achievements. Kyle, I've got a question for you. Um, first off, did you get a vocabulary tearaway calendar? Because you said braggadocious like, Four or five times today. No, no. I know. <laughs> Talk about Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> um, so I do have a, a legit question for you. Mm-hmm. You were the oldest of three. Yes. Were you as a kid? Because I was trying to think of like how parents set us up for um, celebrating or not celebrating. Got it. And and I kind of wanted to ask Kevin what he's doing with, with his two girls because they're both, you know, pretty competitive when it comes to soccer. So what's he doing from, from a parental standpoint? But for you, is that something your parents ever told you? Like, hey, Kyle, like, I, I know you got this big achievement or you're really good at basketball or you're really good at this or that. You know, your your younger, you know, siblings aren't there yet. So just kind of tone it down a bit. Oh, okay. Um... Because that is a program right there that was established in your life. 
I don't know if it was in sports necessarily. Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to reflect on that yeah. to try to try to pinpoint something. I don't recall it at all in sports because we, we kind of played the same sports. Keith never really played basketball for any leagues though. Um, played soccer and he got really good at soccer, but he didn't really play anything else. He didn't really play much. Play baseball a little bit, not much. Neither one of us played football. Alicia do anything? Soccer mm. um, and basketball. She played both. At TCC, um, she, I don't think she played at Central. No, she played at Central. I'd have to look. I, I don't remember, but I I know that there are times just in general about yeah. that. You know, like hey, they're younger, blah blah blah, right? That that typical kind of conversation. Yeah. I don't recall any time that was related to sports or anything like that. What What about you, Ken? So the the question was posed. You know. What, what's the impact that our parents have on creating the programs of not bragging and, and stuff like that? And so you were an only child, so you didn't necessarily... You were celebrated more often than someone who came from, you know, a not single family would, would get. So I actually have a sister. I just don't talk about her. Do you really? I do actually have a sister, yeah. <laughs> well, would you look at that? Okay, well, never mind then. Uh, from, a, from a parental standpoint... Clearly he was celebrated more. Yeah. <laughs> from a parental standpoint, what are you doing? Because both of your girls are really competitive in soccer. Mm-hmm. How do you help them celebrate? And, and not just celebrate, but recognize when, it, when the opportunity for celebration comes. Because I, I think that's something larger. Is how to... You know, it's, it's easy for us as kids to know what to celebrate. And when we grow up, we've been rained on so many times, don't celebrate, don't celebrate, don't celebrate, that now we don't celebrate, which is the reason why we don't see our own magic, which I think also leads to the only goals that we set in life are given to us by someone else at work. We don't know how to set goals, which is why we don't celebrate our own lives. And so how do you do it to where both of your girls compete with each other but celebrate with each other as well so being coach of both of their teams i think it makes it a little bit easier because i mean they're competing even at practice like when one's not practicing the other's joining in and they're they're going head to head and 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 really quickly would you mind just giving us the ages oh yeah i was just gonna ask that too how far apart yeah so they're they're two and a half years apart almost to the day so my oldest is 11 and a half, and my youngest just turned nine last month. Wait, when is when's their birthdays? Uh, May 10th and November 20th. Oh, okay. So um, being coach, I mean, I get to force them kind of into head-to-head competition a little bit more. But with both of my teams in general, I teach them to celebrate goals. We actually take time out of practice to... Like, let's say someone scores a goal, we practice showing them how to celebrate goals, just as an example. So, like, I'll, I'll watch some soccer, and I'll, I'll find some, like, unique celebration. Like, I can't remember who it was now, but they ran over to the corner, they slid, and then the, the team went behind them, and they were, like, doing the pose. Mm-hmm. And, and it was super cool, and the kids actually did that in a game. Ooh. You know, it's just, it's fun. You know, I'm trying to make this an experience that they're going to remember, that they're going to um, feel good about, not just 
when they score, but they can celebrate as a team mm-hmm. because of someone else's accomplishment, you know? Yeah. Now, on the flip side of that, too, goals are not the only thing in soccer that should be celebrated. Our defense on both of my teams is super solid, and we take pride in shutouts as well. Mm-hmm. So anytime that someone blocks a shot or passes out of the back in a controlled manner, the girls get excited. They, they tell each other, you know, great job, awesome job. You know, they're uplifting each other, or everyone. And not just the girls on the team, but like my oldest or youngest, whoever's not playing, they're cheering on their sister the mm-hmm. whole time. Now, outside of the actual game and practice atmosphere, we talk about what went good, what went bad, what you should be really proud of for this game. So they feel good about their accomplishment for that game. You know, I don't just let it skate by. I don't just let it, oh, hey, yeah, you had a good game. Okay, no, you had a good game, and this is why. X, Y, Z things happen. You know, you did this really well. You, But although you did all these things well, here's some areas that you need to work on still. Because I don't, I'm not one of those parents that, oh, hey, you know, it was perfect game, so awesome. You don't have to work on anything. You're just, you're, you're just money. No. Okay. So, these are the four or five things that you did really, really well, and I point out specific examples. But these are the things that you need to work on a little bit more, or think about how you could do things differently in that scenario. And then I'll give them some examples on what they could have done differently. So I, I kind of celebrate with them, but also put the coach hat on and say, okay, fix it. <laughs> when you mentioned the, the goal celebration, do you think that could be perceived as arrogance by the other team's parents? Sure. Where do we draw the line? I'm all for it. I think it's yeah. hilarious. I think the kids are going to love it, right? But I'm just saying, right, if... The same thing we talk about with Florida Mayweather. Not everyone mm-hmm. likes it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that even deeper, uh, there could potentially be uh, uh, implications on racism in that outlook as well, right? Because he's a black man. Um, yeah. But that's a whole other conversation, right? right? right. <laughs> so, but <clears throat> when you take a look at that, why are they not happy? Why would the opposing team's parents not be happy for those girls to celebrate? Because they're not the one celebrating. Yeah, I think it's because they're not the one celebrating and they may not understand what's behind it, mm-hmm. which is fun. Yeah. But yeah, I could I could absolutely see where, where that could be taken wrong. Yeah. However, if any of them watch soccer, they should understand that there's almost always a celebration after a goal. A lot of times. But yeah. not all celebrations are humble, right? True. So, yeah, I, th- I think, and I'm not saying one way is right or wrong, but I'm just saying the way the society perceives it, right? And and why is it one way for one thing and another way for another? Um, and it's just, uh, you know, it's it's a unique subject, right? How we're, we're, we're taught to achieve things and say good job, but really suppressed when it comes to celebrating those things. Mm-hmm. Suppressed to the extent where a lot of times people don't celebrate their goals and accomplishments, no mm-hmm. matter how large or small. Yeah. You know, even when people get a promotion anymore, it's like, oh, cool, I got a promotion, and that's the, about the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, disappointing. So I, I do have a question for you guys. 
And, and speaking about how we, we don't know how to set goals anymore, what do you guys do to celebrate your milestones and achievements? Um, I used to, <laughs> I used to treat myself. Treat yourself. With a Pepsi and a Snickers. So I, I would have a big accomplishment. I'm like, yes, you know, had an ice cold Pepsi and then a Snickers. And even though it's it's a great treat, it's doing me harm. It, it's a program that I don't want to establish. And so I have switched it to now. I do one of two things. Either one, I'll go on a random long, long drive with, with no destination. Or two, and this will crack you up, um, I visit an Asian market. That's a celebration? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just went to H Mart the other day after uh, doing a whole bunch of 30 day life reset stuff. In Tequila? Yeah, uh, Fedway. Or, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Um, By the Best Buy. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and the reason is, is um, it's, it's, a, it's a whole new world. It's, it's a new experience. There's foods there I've never seen. Um, I, this is kind of sad. I, I love going to the aquarium and it, I get to see fish and water and crabs uh, and stuff, um, but it's sad because... They're food. Yeah. Um, but but it's, it's, it's a new experience. And so I reward myself with, with new experiences. Things that enrich my life now, whereas before the Snickers and Pepsi were not enriching my life. And so... With that, what what do you guys do to celebrate your achievements and milestones? And even more important than that, how do you know it's something has happened that you need to celebrate? Ooh, I love that. I harm the fuck out of my body and my bank account. (laughs) (laughs) I celebrate like the renowned Canadian poet Aubrey Graham. Uh, I drink to my accomplishments. Uh... Totally joking, but uh, 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 there is some honesty there, right? So I think that a lot of times when I celebrate something, I want to celebrate with people. Yours, you seem to enjoy um, solitude. solitude. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. I like to celebrate with people because, again, part of my personality, right, is to be around people. I get energy from people. Um, so I like that. So the people close to me, I want to be able to celebrate whatever accomplishment it is with them as well. Uh, if it's a race that we just did, afterwards celebrate with drinks and, and chat about it. So I think one of the key components would be uh, conversing about the accomplishment. The question for you, uh, sorry, sorry, before you, sorry to interrupt you, but you said you you celebrate with everyone with a win with a round of drinks. Yeah. But is that a celebration? Of an achievement, or is that just a ritual? Is that just tradition? It's probably become sort of a ritual, I would say. It's not with everything, though. I think it kind of just depends upon what it is, what the achievement is, right? Um, yeah, I'd have to look back at certain things. Because, I mean, if you guys finished a race and you did really well, and all of you guys are just pumped, you're like, you know what, let's celebrate by going to get some drinks. That's one thing, but if it's like, oh, you know, Great job, everyone. You know, let's like, we all worked hard. Let's go get drinks. Yeah. You know, one is like, no, I get it. It's, yeah. It's yeah. just something you do after you finish. Right? Yeah. Like after work on Tuesdays, I come podcast. Yeah. So I would say, I think it's closer towards celebratory. Here's why: it's not with every race. It's with races that we know are big or are challenging. 
Um, so it would be like the Rainier to Rustin relay that we did. Definitely celebratory drinks and hanging out and BS and talking about the achievement, things of that nature. Um, a full marathon, absolutely. Half marathons, not so much. Mm-hmm. You just kind of do them. All right, see you guys later. You know, it's... I don't think, for me, every half marathon that I finish is like a big achievement or milestone. But if there's a tough one and we did really good, then it's like, oh, hell yeah. Like the Tacoma City Marathon that we did, Nate and I did the big hill climb. It ended up being like 14 miles instead of 13.1. And we finished the hill, which was huge. Our friends Renee and uh, Lola, they opted not to do the big hill because they were on like a personal PR. They're about to PR the race. So they were like, nope, we're not going to do the hill. We're going to do it. So they got a personal record, fastest time she ever run a half marathon. And Nate and I did this big hill challenge, and we got like three extra, well, three medals total, like two extra medals for doing it. Um, so that was one where we were like, yes, let's celebrate food and drinks, chat about the race, enjoy ourselves, enjoy the company, enjoy where we're at. So I would say, from a race perspective, it's more celebratory, pointed at specific events, and not just ritualistic. Because I don't always have a beer afterwards. Don't necessarily. I don't know. I don't feel like I need it. I usually feel like I need food, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what about yeah. you, K-Bar? Um, you know, it really depends a lot on what it is. So I might have a couple of really successful days at the office, and I think that's worth celebrating sometimes. You know, but again... It depends, you know, has a, has a month that's been really that bad and these two days just kind of caught me up a little bit or was it, hey, the month is already good and we're, we're really kicking kicking butt now. Perspective is the name of the game, right? right? It's all exactly. relative. Or, you know, even if I do, let's take that example away. Let's say that I coached a couple really good kids soccer games. You wouldn't think right off the bat that's something you should celebrate, but if you did something even that simple, well... It's absolutely worth celebrating, whether it was a, a stated goal or not. So what do you do to celebrate? Again, it depends on the, the scale. It could be as simple as going and finding like a new beer to, to sit down and drink. It could be going to find my favorite beer because it's not super readily accessible. Um, going out to dinner, going out with friends. You know, it, just, it really depends on the, the scale of it. I think something you said too it kind of just made me made, oh, buy a truck because I was <laughs> a truck. Yeah, <laughs> treat yourself, brand new truck, baby. Um, sold four houses. Uh, something you said because you said that when when you mentioned that you know I had a few good days at work, this and that. I think that that's not at all a specific goal. It just happens, right? And mm-hmm. I think that at that point, your uh, Desire for celebration is due to your mindset, right? You felt like you achieved something and mm-hmm. you wanted to do something about it. You know what? Mm-hmm. I feel good about what I've done mm-hmm. and I want to reward myself. And I think that's okay. Absolutely okay. I, mm-hmm. I would say we should promote that. You know, your uh, achievement the other day after you finished all those videos. Mm-hmm. I know that that's a goal of yours, but that's a goal in mind. Is it a goal or is, is it a task? It's a task associated with a bigger goal, right? Or yeah. would you say it's a goal as well? 
See, I, that's one thing that, that we didn't talk about. Um, but I believe that there is a distinction between a milestone and achievement. I think an achievement is, is an overall process, whereas a milestone are, you know... A goal within the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what you did, you would consider a milestone. Yeah. And, and I think that as we talk about that as well, I think that the word milestone, yeah, I, I, I would agree with the same thing, that it denotes it's a step in the process. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. exactly what a milestone is. Yeah. It's not the end. It's not the destination. It's the journey. Milestones are the journey. I would argue they're more important than the destination itself. Um, but yeah, so sorry, all that was to say that did you have that specifically in mind that when I finish these videos, I'm going to celebrate? Or did you just feel accomplished and you decided to celebrate? It, in, in a strange way, and this was very eye-opening for me, because when, when you build your life around personal development, you're always analyzing your behavior. Mm. As, as you've come to, to realize, you know, I've sometimes kind of just to fill you in, uh, Kyle will call me up just to shoot the breeze. You know, like, hey, you know, it's been a while. Like, how you been? And next thing two you know. Two hours later. Yeah, two hours later. About, <laughs> like, just some deep, deep stuff, yeah. you know, and just, like, analyzing programs and stuff like that. So I, I'm i one who, I mean, from the very start, I don't know if anyone's trademarked it or not. I'm going to say I'm trademarking. We don't see our own magic. Um, Done. But but with that, when <laughs> I did learn the difference between a register and a trademark. Um, okay. But, but when it comes to us not seeing our own magic, I was the same way. Like, I accomplished these videos, and for me – the mindset I was in was, whew, okay, I finished all the videos. Now let's move on to the next step. But it wasn't until Christina, like, until she recognized that that's a milestone that I did. Like, I, I didn't think of it as, mm-hmm. as any big deal. I just thought, okay, you know, got done with the videos. I'm cool. not What's done next? yet. Yeah. And... And she was, like, blown away. She's like, oh, my God, like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you did this, like, you know, just... And so I had to take a reflective look at myself. Be like, wait a minute. I always talk about how we don't see our own magic. I just failed to see mine. Mm -hmm. And then I worked backwards from that. You know, why is that? Why did I fail to see that? Why did I fail to recognize that that was, you know, and then you trace it back to where that program started. And, you know, that's how you... Uh, rewrite the past in order to have a beneficial future. And so that for me was tremendously eye-opening. You know, I, take a take a look at, at what we've been doing. We, with GYST, you know, this is episode 167 or so. 167 and not the color. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 187. Yeah. Well, this is I even... Chose, this yeah, is we're going to let that slide. It's even more embarrassing now. Um, but, but, you know, we... we Toasted our 50th. Mm -hmm. And when it came to, you know, and that was something intimate that we did. You know, it was myself, you, I think Gamal Ahmed, and we we shared some stuff off air to each other. We celebrated our 100th. We we had a big party. People came. We recorded live on air. We're three and a half years into this thing. We don't see our own magic. We're not celebrating ourselves, which maybe is why sometimes we feel like, Okay, you know, it's just routine now because we're not even celebrating ourselves. And sometimes it takes someone from the outside to say, look, you guys are making a difference to where you recognize it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
true story. We gotta talk about that. You ready, Dell? Yeah. <laughs> There's some validity to that. For yeah, sure. 100%. <clears throat> you know, I really like this one. I like just kind of like discussing this in a deeper manner, finding out why we look at things different ways and just looking at different perspectives. Um, celebration of a milestone versus an achievement. But you still you didn't answer the question. It wasn't a specific pointed goal that you decided I'm going to I'm going to celebrate once I get done with this. You were like I felt accomplished. I need to go do this. And Christina brought that to light. Is that kind of how it went? Yeah. Um like I said to me it was just uh, okay, you know what's what's the next step? Yeah. Um I didn't take that kind of mental time out to to really think about the milestone until she said something. And you're like, "You know something. what?" I am going to go celebrate this. Yeah. I want to go to H Mart and take a look at some catfish and abalone. Because <laughs> the other thing that I've been doing <laughs> is I know 30 Day Life Reset is just the first, um, it's just my first course that I'm releasing. I already have the second one all lined up, Emotional Intelligence. But with this one, not only am I doing everything, but I'm carefully documenting everything for future Rohit to know what to do and make his life easier. And so maybe because of that, I don't see the overall picture of, of the accomplishment, I think. So it wasn't until she, from, from an external point of view, brought something up that I had to take you know, that, that time out, get that external perspective and, and recognize, you know, how would, how would I feel if, if Kyle comes up to me and says, this is what I did. I'm here now in, in this process. Like, man, that's huge. Well... Why can't I see it in myself? Because I think we just don't take that time out. I don't take that time out. And you're convinced to be humble. Yeah. Which is a module in 30 Day Life Reset. Boom, shakalaka. So. <laughs> Man. No, it's, it's good. Sh- it's good shit. I was going to re. I was gonna replace that with good stuff, but I was like, no, you know what? I'm an adult. God damn it. Yeah, that's what I want. Um. And so I took a look at these things, right, and, and write down words that we consider to be negative, boasting and bragging about things, and take a look at what's the opposite of boasting and bragging. If we think this is bad, then the opposite would be good, right? Mm-hmm. No, the opposite is horrible, deprecating, belittling. Why would you want either of those? Why can't we reassociate positivity around one of those? Why do we have to be humble? We do the same thing when we're complimented. We either dismiss we it or insult ourselves. Yes, we deprecate and belittle ourselves. Oh, it's a, I'm not done yet. I still have so much more to do. This is nothing. Yeah. We belittle our own accomplishments. Man, Kevin, you were good at picking out topics. Crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but before we hit... Be humble. <laughs> I mean, you know... Before we hit your uh, two-minute takeaway, Kyle, I just wanted to point out, um, I, I think there's there's two episodes that, that really uh, align with this. One is episode 25, Participation Trophies, mm. um, pro or con. And the other is episode one of four, Celebrate Yourself. Ooh... Celebrate yourself. Yeah, so let's hear it for Kyle Reed's two-minute takeaway. 
I need to get Amit in here. Yeah, we do. He, we need to. He could pound a table like nobody's business. <laughs> Man, he's he is an Indian drummer. Great at pounding stuff with his hands. Lives. Yeah. Whoa, take it easy. <laughs> Today's episode was all about celebrating your milestones and achievements and how important it is. So we went over a lot of things. We discussed why people think that certain celebrations are considered as arrogant, boastful, braggadocious, Rohit's favorite word. And and we're convinced that we need to be humble, that we don't need to celebrate our achievements. We take a look at why we feel that way, what society tells us to do, and how we can break out of that societal norm and allow ourselves to celebrate those achievements. But I think another real, real important lesson that we learned today is how are you celebrating? Is your celebration harming yourself? Rohit's Pepsi and his Snickers. He loves Pepsi. I know that he doesn't just drink Pepsi for celebratory purposes. I know that for a fact. So when you do celebrate, think about two things. Is your form of celebration a harm to you or others around you? And secondly, is it something you wouldn't have on a regular Tuesday? If it's something you consume or do. Make it special. Make it about yourself. Make sure that it's important to you. Because that achievement, that milestone that you just accomplished was clearly important to you. Treat yourself. Tune in next week. GYSC podcast and you'll get more good shit bye thanks everyone for listening to our GYST podcast we hope you learned how to get your together 